Amen. Let's clap our hands and lift up our voices to the Lord. Come on, clap your hands if you're glad to be in his presence, if you're glad to be in his house. God, we thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Anybody thankful? Come on, anybody really thankful for his spirit, for his grace, his mercy, his power, his love, his goodness. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. God, we give you glory. God, we give you glory. Amen. Amen. Somebody shout praise the Lord. Amen. The Lord is good to us. And his presence is here as it always is, waiting, seeking, searching for someone to reach out and respond to his spirit. Amen. And we are glad. We are glad, like King David was glad, to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. For those who may have not attended the 238 conferences this year or in times past, I'm, I'm very excited to be able to preach, minister, and be a part of the local body. Amen. My wife and I have traveled from the land of mosquitoes and boudin balls and crawfish in South Louisiana, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. That's a long way from here if you didn't know. It's a long way from here, but we're so glad to be here, so blessed to be a part of what God is doing in this church. We give honor to your pastor, his family. Amen. Anybody love your ministry and your leadership, the bishop, his family? Amen. Come on, we can do a little bit better than that. Amen. Amen. They have been so kind to us the last few years, and they've become family to us. And uh, my wife, my wife and I, I, I could not leave her home. I would not leave her home. What you see is a stunningly beautiful young lady, and she is that. But she's a praying woman, and she, she's the backbones behind the scenes. She keeps me in order, if you didn't know. She gets me right when I'm wrong. Amen. And I love her, appreciate her. And we're trying to find our place in the world right now. It's kind of a depressing, emotional feeling because all of our friends and all of our family that used to love us apparently don't even know we exist anymore because we have a three-month-old baby boy named Bryson James Williams. And uh, he's, he's, taken, he's taken our family and friends by storm. And so we just, we're just glad that somebody even likes us a little bit right now. Amen. Amen. Sister Kendra is, is an incredible artist of great work. And uh, I was one of those people that, that was enamored by her talent with the basket. And uh, she, she didn't forget about Bryson either. He, he's got his own onesie in there that says his name across of it with the 238 theme. And... Uh, and we were grateful for that, but I know he can't eat the rest of it. <laughs> Praise God. So I knew that was for us. So thank you. Thank you, Sister Kendra, for what you did. We appreciate the hospitality of this church. Amen. All that you've done, amen, to make us feel welcome. Well, we made it to 2021. Somebody shout praise God. We made it. We made it. We made it. We made it. And I just feel like having church on this first Sunday of the year. I said, I feel like having church. I got a good sleep in this morning. I feel good in body. I feel like having church tonight. Amen. Amen. So without delay, I want to turn your attention to the book of 2 Corinthians 4 and 17. 2 Corinthians 4 and 17. Amen. And Knowing that this year has been, this past year has been an interesting, which is a unique word to use, an interesting year for, for God's people, for the church, I feel this message is fitting. I feel the Lord wants to speak to us, and I feel like God is really going to show up tonight. Amen. I'm looking forward to it, and so... If you're going to help me preach tonight, I'm going to give my best. Amen. Anybody ready for the word of the Lord tonight? Amen. 
Amen. 2 Corinthians 4 and 17, and we will also be reading Romans 8 and 18. 2 Corinthians 4 and 17 says, For our light affliction, our light affliction. We may not think they're light, but our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Everybody shout glory of glory. Romans 8 and 18, the apostle Paul is admonishing the church at Rome and he says, for I reckon, sounds like a South Louisiana word right there, reckon. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time somebody shout right now this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory somebody shout glory again come on do it again like you mean it shout glory the glory which shall be which is future tense revealed in us the glory that shall be revealed in us. I just feel like God in this hour, I don't know when, I don't know how, but there's a spirit of expectancy is going to begin to work in us and our days that have been dark, they can get better. Our nights that's been long, they can get shorter. And I just believe that the Lord is going to continue to work and God's going to do some great things. Amen. If you want the Lord to speak to you tonight, put your Bibles down, clap your hands, lift up your voice. Come on, lift up your voice. Let the Holy Ghost fill the house. Amen, amen, amen. For the next few moments, amen, I want to minister in the help of the Holy Ghost tonight. Somebody turned to your neighbor and said, glory is on the way. Come on, do it again. Shout, glory is on the way. Amen. Clap your hands again and get to the Lord as you may be seated. Glory is on the way. I'm so glad tonight so grateful tonight that we serve a God that is great and mighty. Anybody serve a mighty God tonight? We serve a God that is great and mighty, and it makes me feel good to know that God has infinite wisdom. He has far-sighted understanding, and he has the ability to see way further than you and I can see. We see microscopic glimpse of his far-sighted nature as we begin to read the word of God in Genesis 2 the Bible tells us that the one true and living God created the heavens and the earth all that was was spoken into existence the birds the bees the clouds the trees the fowl of the air the fish of the sea God created everything that was created and included in this creation, he himself created man on the sixth day. But in Genesis 2, something happened. The Bible tells us that God ceased from his creations and he stopped the works of his hands and he rested on the seventh day. This rest period, this time that God decided to stop creating it's interesting if you begin to look at it because it began to pose a problem for every creature that was created, everything that was on the earth because the earth itself was temporary. Not only was the earth temporary, but everything in the earth was temporary. And I don't know if that means much to you right now, but everything in the earth even includes your situations. Somebody shout temporary. I said even your trials, your circumstance, and your situations, they're all temporary. And the temporary nature 
of beings posed a problem that everything that lives must die. Everything that grows at some point in life, it decays. Everything that is built up, it soon is torn down. It's something about life that if we just look at it with a clear sense of understanding, life climbs up to an apex and then all of a sudden you get on the other side of the hill. Let the elders say amen. And you get on the other side of the hill and your knees don't work right. Somebody say praise the Lord. And your back starts creaking and your bones start aching and your muscles, they don't move as fast as they used to move. I feel my help in the house right now. And when you get on the other side of the hill, you understand that life is temporary and, and things change and God foresaw that. And so within mankind, he put within us mechanisms in place that within creation, he put in us the ability to recreate from creation. That humans, mankind, we, we replenish, we replicate, we multiply after our kind because God intended it for it to be that way. And not only in the multiplication of other humans, but our own bodies, he put within us mechanisms that when we hurt and when we bruise and when we scar and we cut ourselves and we bleed, the Bible, the, not the Bible, but our body has the ability to heal itself. When we cut ourselves, our blood begins to coagulate and rushes to the place of injury and our body begins to heal itself. And it's this principle of healing, replenishing, and restoring that I want to preach about tonight. And for the, with the help of the Holy Ghost tonight, I want to preach about the glory in restoration. Somebody say the glory. The glory in restoration. The Apostle Paul admonished the church. He admonished the people of God. He said, I want you to understand this. He said, for I reckon that the sufferings of the right now season, the right now season, the season we're in right now, the sufferings of the present time are not worthy to be compared to the glory, to the glory, somebody say the glory, to the glory that is on the way. I feel like preaching tonight. Anybody going to help me preach a little bit? I feel like preaching tonight. Anybody going to help me preach tonight? I feel like preaching tonight and just let somebody know that glory is on the way. I'm going to say it again until you just feel a little charge in the Holy Ghost. I said glory is on the way. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it sounds like. I don't care what it feels like. I'm telling you right now that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared to what God is going to do and what is on the way just peeking over the clouds. I said glory is on the way. Somebody shout glory. Now, if you've ever been in the setting of me preaching, I, I tend to start a little slow. But when I get going, I'm going to get going. So we're going to get going together. And so you read this text and I'm trying to figure out why in the world is Paul even given the illusion of a comparison of suffering to glory. But then I think about us as humans and it, He'd made a valid point in his illusion of comparison because we as people, that's all we like to do is compare, compare, compare. Let the church say amen. We like to compare my house to your house. Compare the good, the bad, the happy, the sad, the ups and the downs. We like to weigh out the apples and the oranges and, and the heaviness and lightness of our load and said, God, I wish things were the way they used to be. I wish life was the way it used to be. Things were so much better when I had more money and more time and I had more energy. We like to compare, compare, compare. And you might be in this season right now and you're sitting in your rocking chair saying, God, I wish things were better. I wish days were brighter. I wish things were so much better than they are right now. But can I tell the church tonight uh, that in the time of suffering, uh, there is no comparison uh, to what God is going to do uh, and the glory that's going to be revealed uh, in us. 
Oh, I'm going to say it again until somebody hears me. I'm telling you, uh, there is no comparison uh, to the glory of God. Uh, there is no comparison uh, to the anointing of God. Uh, there is no comparison uh, to the blessings, the grace, the mercy, uh, the power, the love, the provision, uh, the glory that shall be revealed. Uh, in a... Oh, clap your hands if you want the glory. Oh, clap your hands if you want the glory. I said, I want the glory, I want the glory that shall be revealed in us. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Somebody shout glory. The glory that shall be revealed in us. Now, I understand right now I'm a young, strapping, zealous preacher. And for some folks in the house, me preaching about glory that's going to be revealed in a time like this makes no sense and and, and to have joy and a smile on my face right now makes not a, little, not a whole lot of sense to some folks tonight. But I want to help you in the Holy Ghost. Is all right if you just let me help you for a little bit. I want to help some folks in the house tonight to let you know uh, that even in the midst of turmoil, we understand that God has really been good to us. I said, even in what you're going through right now, God has been good to us. Uh, and if you just sit down long enough to know uh, that my trials uh, are temporary, uh, my tests uh, are temporary, uh, my circumstance, uh, they're not finite, final, uh, and they're not finished until God says they are. Uh, but I'm telling you that I believe uh, that even when things are bad, uh, there's glory to look forward to. Uh, I'm telling you, when you walk out the doors tonight, uh, you can take the glory from this house uh, and take it to your house you can take the I said the glory that shall be revealed in us well I've come to convince some folks tonight because it's difficult to understand these type principles when we're in what we're in right now and so this is why we have the word of God anybody love the word of God this is why we have the word of God because in the 66 books that the Lord has given us, you begin to open up the word of God and you begin to read the pages and the chapters in the lives of the patriarchs and the men and women of old and, and you read their stories and they seem so fictitional. They seem so far-fetched. It's like, man, these people, they just had a, a different life, a, a different world. But can I tell you tonight uh, that they were real folks uh, with real problems just like you and I with like passions, with common lives, and it's with their lives and the stories in the word of God, we need to use them to our advantage. And so you begin to look at the word of God, you begin to read the word of God, and I love, this, I love the way that God puts his words before our eyes because I can look in the word of God and I'm reading and reading, and all of a sudden, something jumps out and said, that's me right there. Anybody ever had that happen to you? Say, that's what I'm going through right there. God, you put that there for me. Can I tell you, God has a way to come and show up at your doorstep when you need him the most. God has a way to show up and rock your world when you need him the most to minister to your family, to change your life. And I've come to preach a word in the house tonight and just let you know that glory is on the way. That glory is on the way. I'm going to say it till you believe until you feel it uh, in your bones. Uh, glory is on the Hallelujah, hallelujah. You ought to clap your hands like you feel it and believe uh, that something's about to change. Uh, something's about to shift. Uh, something's about to break. Uh, I feel it in my family. Uh, I feel it on my job. Uh, I need the glory that shall be revealed. And so the word of God speaks to us. It ministers to us. And so I want to minister to some folks right now because if, if we use the word to our advantage, you will find that there are people in the word of God that if they sat on the seat next to you, they would know exactly what you're going through. See me, I'm, I'm just a preacher. I, I would not dare and venture to say that I know exactly what you're going through, uh, that I know the intricacies, the perplexions of your life. Uh, I don't know, uh, but I do know a God that does. I said I do know a God that does. And in the word of God, there are such people like that. 
reminds me of a young man, a man that I, that I like talking about, a man by the name of David. I believe that if David was here tonight, he would be able to empathize and sympathize with us in the season that we're in. And for some folks, that makes no sense because David was a king. Surely, surely David would not be able to know what we're going through David didn't have any hardships. David doesn't know what it feels like to struggle because he was royalty. He was a king. Surely David wouldn't know what it feels like, what I'm going through. But that's the problem with some of us. We got to be careful how we cast judgment on folks uh, when they're worshiping around in the sanctuary. Uh, because sometimes you can see them in their present time of glory, but you ain't seen the suffering that they've been through. Well, I'm going to say that again for the folks with a testimony in the house. I'm telling you the reason why I shout, the reason why I dance, the reason why I clap my hands and lift up my voice without inhibition, without fear about who's watching me is because you don't know how good God has been to me. You might look at me now in my glory days, but you ain't looked. You ain't seen me when I was messed up and out of my mind and on my way to hell. You ain't seen me when I was broke, busted, and disgusted and I was out of my mind. I'm telling you, that's glory. If the glory was revealed in me, it can be revealed in you. Anybody with a testimony in a house, you ought to thank God that glory showed up and showed itself to you. You ought to thank God that he pulled you from suffering and brought you to glory. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. So don't look at David and his glory and forget the suffering. Because David, David, I believe David, David understood what it felt like to have great sorrow. David was the young man that his own father said, you know what? I, I have a few boys that I think could be king and David was not one of them. David understood what it felt like to lose something precious to him. His own child died at an early age as an infant. He knew what it felt like to lose folks in his life. David knew what it felt like to have his own family despise him and persecute him and even try to kill him. Anybody has some family troubles? And David, even David understood his own man of God, his, his, his leadership was trying to hunt him down like a dog. Who am I? but a flea while you're coming after me David, David, David knew what it felt like to suffer and so it's with this thought of suffering Brother Bradford that I look at the writings of David a little different than you might look at them because David was known as the psalmist, the songwriter the great skilled musician the, the worshiper of God and his writings, his, his words, they always seem to speak to us. Anybody ever go to Psalms for some strength? His words seem to speak to us. Everything that he says, it seems so poetic. It sounds so beautiful. And I look at David through the eyes and the lens of suffering. And his, his Psalms, they have a different ring to them. So I look at Psalms 23. Nobody knows that great psalm. Psalm 23, the Lord's my shepherd. I shall not want. That's that good old make you feel good psalm. The Lord's my shepherd. Somebody say the Lord's my shepherd. Come on, say it again. The Lord's my shepherd. The Lord's my shepherd. Just makes you feel good. It just rolls off the tongue real nicely. The Lord's my shepherd. I shall not want. And it sounds so poetic. It sounds so beautiful. It sounds so elegantly written. But through the lens of suffering, I wonder, I wonder if David had a different way of writing this. I wonder if he had a different feel of the heart when he's writing the Lord's my shepherd. I shall not want because if you look through the eyes of suffering, I can imagine young David saying, you know what? There's some things in my world I can't fix right now. There's some stuff going on in my life I can't change right now. Anybody hear me preach to you? There's some things I wish I can change. I wish I can fix and I realize I can't do it by myself. And so he's beginning to write and said, but I do know that as long as the Lord my shepherd uh, is with me. Uh, I have no want for nothing. 
Oh, I don't know if you hear me, preacher. I can't do it. My pastor can't help me. My mama can't fix it. But I know a shepherd that can. And as long as he's walking with me, I'll be all right. As long as he's holding my hand, I'll be all right. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. I said, the Lord's your shepherd. Be be not afraid. The Lord's your shepherd. Be in comfort. The Lord's your shepherd. Oh, you ought to clap your hands and thank the Lord and saying, God, you never left me even in the dark times. God, you never forsake me even in the rough times. For though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because the shepherd's with me. The shepherd's with me. The shepherd's with me. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And then he said, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. And he leadeth me beside the still waters. And that sounds so, so beautiful. And I, I don't want to stretch the text tonight, but I'm just putting myself in David's shoes. I, I'm using the word to speak to me because let me tell you, right now in this season, I need God to speak to me more than he ever did. I said, we need God to speak to us more than he ever did. And so David, David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down. That's not a, that's not a kind gesture to make someone is to force someone. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures and he lead him aside the still waters of and, and it doesn't take much study. And, and, and those that's been in the Middle East, you'll realize that the pastures in the Middle East are not that green. It's a lot of dirt and dust in the, in the wilderness. And if you begin to study what green pastures uh, really means, it's the areas where the shepherd, uh, he tries to find the clumps of grass uh, that's coming out of the rocks. Uh, and the more clumps of grass, the better. Uh, and David is saying the shepherd, uh, he said, I've taken my sheep uh, to the pasture. Uh, but now the great shepherd, uh, he's making me, he's forcing me uh, to lie down uh, in these pastures, uh, in this dry place, uh, in the wilderness by myself, uh, in isolation by myself and quarantine by myself is this making sense for anybody yet so you're trying to figure out saying I don't like this it feels lonely in this time I'm cooped up in the house I can't go out and do what I used to do but sometimes God has a way of slowing us down I feel like preaching right now I said, sometimes you're going so fast, uh, you can't see God if he was standing right in front of you. Uh, and he said, David, uh, I want you to come to the pasture. Uh, I'm going to bring you to the lonely place uh, by yourself uh, where you have nobody to talk to uh, but me. Uh, can I tell you the benefit of this hour? Uh, God is calling his church uh, to be in communion with him uh, and be in communication with him uh, and to love him, uh, to find him, uh, to worship him uh, and to serve him uh, like you've never done before. Oh, hear me preach to you right now. Uh, can I tell you when you're by yourself, uh, that's you and Jesus' time. Uh, when you're by yourself, uh, that's God's time. Uh, it's not time for the phone. Uh, it's not time for friends. Uh, I say it's time to get in touch with the shepherd. Uh, it's time to talk to the master. Uh, it's time. So maybe, maybe David may not understand all you've been through. He might not understand Corinth 19, but he does understand isolation. Being by yourself, anybody been lonely? Being by yourself in that room, crying yourself to sleep, uh, trying to figure out what you're going to do, how you're going to make ends meet, uh, how you're going to get out of this mess. Uh, and God said, I'll tell you how you're going to do it. Uh, you got to get into the valley with the shepherd uh, because he's not just on the mountaintops, uh, but he's the God of the valley. Uh, he's the God of the low place. Uh, he's the God of the dark times. Uh, he's the God when you're broke, uh, he's there. Uh, when you're lonely, uh, he's there. Uh, when you're hurting, uh, he's there. Uh, when you're empty, uh, he's there. Uh, when you're... I don't know if you know God like I know him, but he ain't leave me yet. He ain't forget me yet. He ain't let me down yet. Am I helping anybody tonight? And David, David, David said, 
and he leadeth me beside the still waters. That still sounds pretty, don't it? But until you understand that the difference between still waters and running waters is, you would never, ever, ever, ever see your reflections in waters that are rippled. And so I can only see young David walking by that water, and he looks over in the still water, and he sees a reflection of a man in the mirror. And in that reflection, maybe David saw something in that mirror, saw something in that water uh, that he hadn't seen before. Uh, can I tell you, in this time, uh, I've got down on my face and I thought I was close to God uh, until I start praying a little bit longer uh, and start reading a few more chapters. Uh, and I said, God, uh, I could have been so much closer. Uh, I could have been so much more anointed. Uh, can I tell you, when you look at yourself in the mirror, uh, there's nothing about this time uh, that says uh, that we can't be closer to God. Uh, but God is saying, look a little bit closer I want you to be a little bit deeper I want you to love me a little bit more I want you to I want you to be a little bit more faithful don't skip church don't skip prayer he said look at the man in the mirror you need the shepherd more than you ever did he said lead him beside the still waters and then there was a turning of the text because we're trying to find out, God, what in the world are you doing? The whole world uh, is in shambles. The economy is broken. Uh, God knows if it'll ever be fixed. Uh, everything is messed up. Uh, everything is wrong. Uh, the world has come to a screeching halt. Uh, I feel like I'm by myself. Uh, I feel like I don't have a plan. Uh, God, what in the world are you trying to do uh, in this time? Uh, and then the light bulb came on uh, in the mind of David. Uh, and he said, God, uh, you lead me beside the still waters. Uh, and you maketh me your cause me you force me uh, to be in this place by myself uh, and then David found out uh, why God took him there because uh, David said uh, that he restores my soul I don't I don't have time to explain it to you but something rose up in David while he was in that valley uh, something overcame David uh, while he was in a lonely place uh, and he said God uh, I know why you brought me here uh, I know why we in the present time of suffering uh, because there's a glory in restoration uh, there's a spirit of restoration uh, can I tell this church tonight uh, God has come to restore your family uh, God has come to restore your children uh, God has come to restore your marriage uh, God I said, God's trying to, I'm trying to restore something. He's in a restoration business. He's in the glory sending business. And the glory that shall be revealed in us. There's a spirit of restoration that's happening. That in this time, if your prayer life was on lockdown, you need to grab a hold of it. If your fasting life was in the trunk somewhere, you need to go down and get it. I pray the spirit of God gets on me like it did the first time I got the Holy Ghost. I pray the spirit of God gets on me the spirit of restoration, the spirit of restoration, the glory and restoration. I need the glory. I need the glory. I need. Come on, anybody need the glory in the back back there? I said, anybody need the glory? I need the glory. I need the glory. I want the glory. Oh, clap your hands and shout glory. Come on, clap your hands and shout glory. Oh, I feel something in the sanctuary. I said, clap your hands, all you people, and shout it to God. Shout glory. Woo, I feel the Holy Ghost. I said glory's on the way sister hold on I said glory's on the way my brother hold on I said glory 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 I feel the Holy Ghost anybody feel the Holy Ghost the glory that sits on the sanctuary and gets a hold of you when you don't have a plan. The glory that sits on you and gives you answers when all you got is question marks. I said, I want the glory to be revealed in us. Somebody shout glory. glory. Come on, do it again. Shout glory. glory. Now I know, I know we got a great Pentecostal heritage. And it wouldn't take you long in old Baptist church to hear somebody shout, glory! 
The Spirit of God hits them and, and something overtakes them. And, and all of a sudden, that, 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 ur that urge to just say, God, I want, I want something to touch me. And you won't, you won't find it hard for somebody to shout, glory! Come on, you ought to do it like you want to do it. Shout glory. glory. I'm trying to get that, that 238 sleep out of your spirit. Shout glory. Because I need the glory. And I want the glory. I said less of me and more of you, God, uh, is what I need. Uh, I'm in the valley. I need the glory. Uh, I'm in the darkness. I need the glory. Uh, I'm in despair. I need the glory. Uh, I'm in distress. I need the glory. And if you don't need the glory, I do know someone that does. Because God is doing something so great in this hour that God is doing something outstanding in the, in the house of God. Uh, that this season not only uh, is for the benefit of those that are in the valley, uh, but it's for those that don't even know God. Because if you don't need the glory, your family does. Oh, I feel like preaching. I feel the Holy Ghost speaking right now. I said, if you got the glory, your backslidden family, uh, they need the glory to show up. Uh, I'm telling your loved ones that ain't sitting on the pew uh, next to you, uh, they need the glory that we got. Uh, they need the power that we have. Uh, they need the spirit that we know. I'm telling you, they need the glory uh, like you feel the glory. Uh, I, I feel something moving right now uh, and in this season God uh, has been pulling and pulling uh, and pulling and pulling uh, and there's those that are not here the spirit of God the glory of God uh, is illuminating the house uh, and the church is standing out uh, and he's saying those that are weary and wounded uh, come unto me all ye that are heavy laden uh, with burden I'll give you rest uh, and I'll give you glory oh I feel the Holy Ghost right now Come on, you ought to lift up your hands. I feel the spirit of God moving right now. Glory just stepped in the house. This ain't a normal Sunday night service. I said glory just stepped in the house. The spirit of intercession just stepped in the house. I need the glory. I need the glory. I need the glory. I can't get out of this situation by myself. I need glory to show up. I need glory to be revealed. It's been hiding. It's been hiding. But way over the hill from Calvary comes a light of glory that's going to be revealed in us. Listen, listen. The word of God is speaking and ministering right now. And you look at David, look at David, 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 the same young man that said, I was in a valley and I was in a low place and I was by myself and nobody understood me. I had nobody to talk to. He said, But God, the shepherd, showed up to my rescue. He came to my defense. And David continued to write. He continued to write. And you look over some chapters later, and I don't know if it's chronological, but just forgive me if I think it is. But David began to write. And you go to Psalm 51. We like quoting that psalm too because I, I don't even know why, but we do. Psalm 51 and 10, David began to write because David found himself in a low place. I'm talking to visitors right now. If there's any visitors in the house, you hear me right now. God brought you to this house. It is not an accident. It is not a happenstance. And God in this hour is helping people out when we've made our own mistakes and ended up in the wrong place. Anybody been there before? I'm telling you, this is the hour of accountability to say if you haven't been living for God, it's a good day to do it now. If you messed up your life, it's a good day to fix it right now. If you ain't got God, today is a good day day to get them. If you need the Holy Ghost, tonight's a good night to get it. If you need I need some church folks to help me right there. 
and you can't listen to your family and friends of tradition uh, and saying all that God stuff ain't necessary. Uh, all that Holy Ghost stuff uh, is foolish. No, 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 no. Uh, it's not foolish. Uh, it's the glory. Uh, it's not foolishness. Uh, it's the glory. Uh, it's the guidance of life. Uh, it's the power of spirit. Uh, it's what you need. Uh, it's what I need. Uh, it's what we need. Uh, we need the glory. And David, David, David realized that not only did I need God back then, but I need him now. Because I made some mistakes. Anybody made some mistakes? And David, David, who had committed adultery with Bathsheba, was, was feeling, he was feeling so guilty. The, the, the guilt that was weighing upon him was so heavy. But David was a man that he was not too big to say he was sorry. I'm going to say that again for those for the prideful folks in the house. David was not too big to say, God, I messed this up. I messed up. I went the wrong way. You told me go right, and I went left. And I'm here right now spinning my wheels trying to get out of this mess. And it's all my fault. God wants transparency of spirit to know that you need him for mercy. You need him for grace. You need him for everything you can ever need in life. And King David said, God, I got some stuff for my heart. I got some stuff for my chest. I need to get off and he said create in me a clean heart oh God I feel the spirit right now and he said renew 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 a right spirit within me watch this he said cast me not away from that presence and don't take your Holy Spirit from me can I tell you that we need the Holy Ghost in this hour, church? Uh, we don't need dry bodies of vessels in the kingdom of God. Uh, we need vessels overflowing. Uh, we need the Spirit of God to get on us at our job. Uh, we need the Holy Ghost to hit us at home. Uh, we need the Holy Ghost to hit us at school. Uh, don't take your spirit, God. Uh, I need the Spirit. Uh, I need that. Uh, I want that. Uh, I got to have that. I said, anybody need the spirit tonight? I said, we need the spirit. We need the dunamis. We need the power. Don't take your spirit away from me, God. If you take your spirit from me right now, if I didn't have the Holy Ghost right now, I'd be in a psych ward somewhere. If I didn't have the spirit of God right now, I lost my job. I didn't get a raise. They laid me off. Things are not good right now in my house. But I tell you this, we serve a God that even in despair, he'll send down the glory. We serve a, I feel something moving. We serve a God that when you're broken, he'll show up and the spirit will get a hold of you. I can imagine David just having a just having a spirit of recollection recollection hit his mind and he said God if you did it for me before I, 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 I just need about three people to feel what I, what I just said God if you did it for me a four time maybe y'all don't I'm going to this side God, if you did it for me before, I know that you can do it again. Maybe it's about 10 of y'all that know it. I know it. You know it. I hope somebody knows it, uh, that we serve the God, the encore. Uh, and if God healed you before, uh, what makes you think he can't do it again? Uh, if God brought you out before, uh, what makes you think he can't do it again? Uh, I say we serve a God uh, that repeats uh, his best performances. Uh, we serve the God, the encore. Uh, God, you can deliver my children. Uh, you did it for their family. You can do it for mine. Uh, God, you can bring back the backslider. Uh, you did it for their family. You can... You can do it for mine. I said I want the glory. I need the glory. I want the glory. You can do it again. Oh, you ought to let something happen in the house. You ought to open up the port of the Spirit of God and let the glory shine down in the house.
because David said God you restored me in the valley back then yesteryear I don't know how long it was but David 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 in verse 12 said God you did it one time you can do it twice and he said restore unto me the joy of thy salvation I want to feel it like I did before I want the Holy Ghost like I had it before I want I want the anointing like I had it Come on, anybody want it? Anybody want the glory? I can't make you want it. You got to want the glory. Come on, the Holy Ghost is hitting some of you. You ought to let it out of your mouth. The Spirit of God is hitting you from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. You ought to let the glory hit you. Come on, let it fall, let it fall, let it fall. Let it fall, let it fall, let it fall. Oh God, touch my bank account with your glory. God, touch my children with your glory. God, touch my husband with your glory. The glory that shall be revealed, shall be revealed. It's on the way. It's on the way. Just hold on, sister. It's on the way. I'm telling the spirit of God is saying come to me I'm the God of the valley walk with me I'm the shepherd of the valley just walk with me a little bit just hold my hand a little bit I'll get you through I'll get you to the glory because the glory is where I am the glory is where I am some of you ought to get to God right now because if you get to God you'll get to the glory if you get to God you'll get to the glory come on you ought to shake something down from the heavens you ought to shake something down from the heavens Come on, we need elders in this hour. We need the old saints of old, the pillars of the church. We need the spirit of intercession. We need the spirit of prayer. We need the spirit of God to move like it did in yesteryear. God, we need it again. We need the glory from heaven. We need the glory from heaven. We need prayer warriors in the house. Restore the spirit of prayer. We need worshipers in the house. Restore the spirit of worship. My God, something's happening right now. You ought to throw your head back and say, God, I want glory. I want glory. I'm not going to work tomorrow without it. I'm not going to school tomorrow without it. I need, I want, I got to have the glory. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, some folks uh, don't see need to come to the altar. Uh, but I'll tell you why you got to get to the altar. Uh, because in the altar, the glory resides. Uh, at the mercy seat, the glory hovers. Uh, and you grab a hold of this glory in the altar. Uh, and you take it back to your living room. Uh, you take it back to your bedroom. Uh, you can't sleep at night. Uh, you need the glory. Uh, you pace it in the floor at night. Uh, you need the glory. come on that's it Hayden come on let the Holy Ghost hit you come on that's it buddy let the Holy Ghost hit you come on pick your head back don't be ashamed to pray God's gonna feel you God's gonna touch you Come on, some of you ought to get your shout back. Come on, some of you ought to get your anointing back. Come on, the devil's had you on lockdown. But there's no lockdown in the house of God. There's just glory. Ain't nothing locked up here. There's just glory flowing. There's just anointing flowing. There's just power flowing. You ought to reach out and grab it. Reach out and grab it. I need the glory.
Come on, God is working on your family. Uh, if you start praying, uh, I said God is working on your rebellious children. Uh, if you start praying, uh, God is working on your boss right now. Uh, if you start praying, uh, praying, 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 uh, that the glory be revealed, uh, that the glory be re re released, uh, that the glory comes down. Come on, mama, pray for them children right now. Come on, mama, pray for them babies. Pray for them grandchildren. And say, God, I need the glory to show up in my generations. Like it did in my day. God, restore to them the joy of thy salvation. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. God, let me fall in love with you again. God, let me fall in love with you again. that says says come on come on come on come on come on come on glory's in the house do you feel that church i said glory's in the house do you feel that saints i said glory's in the house come on if you need the holy ghost you can get it tonight come on if you need the spirit of god you can get it tonight come on you just get a spirit like king david and start repenting and said god created me a clean heart god i'm sorry jesus i need you lord god erase my sins god wash my sins you can go down in the name of jesus in a watery grave and you will come up a new man creating me a clean heart renewing me a right spirit god make me a new creature god make me a new woman god make me a new man come on pray with everything you got until you feel the glory come on pray with everything you got if you gotta grab your wife right now and things been on the rocks this ain't the time for fighting this is a time for praying you gotta grab your lady by the hand and say we need the glory back in our marriage we need the glory back in our house I refuse to let Satan come in and divide us I refuse to let the devil come in and depart us I'm telling you right now we need glory glory Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 